Grace. This woman is a disgrace. Hey guys, welcome to episode 31 of Chelsea Disgrace Podcast. We now have as many episodes as ba- uh, Baskin Robbins flavors, so that's exciting. However, I feel like I haven't talked about uh, vaginas in extensive detail in a long time. Um, not since my last podcast, which for me is a long time. So I'd really like to get back to my roots and talk about concerns that uh, women have with their vaginas. So in my opinion, I think vaginas are one of the ugliest things on the planet Earth, right? Like, yeah, some girls' vaginas look like Freddy Krueger's face, where others look more normal and not like a Ziploc uh, bag full of chicken breasts. But even the vaginas on the more aesthetically pleasing side are still like the pieces of art you see at your dentist's office, like ugly and made with a bunch of texturized pieces of junk. There's a lot of different parts and functions to a vagina, which gives us women a lot to worry about, man. Like with a penis, it's like, is it still attached? Yes. Cool. And that's like basically it. Like, maybe just make sure your balls don't smell like Parmesan cheese, and we're good. Other than that, uh, pretty low maintenance, right? But uh, cleaning a vagina is exhausting if you do it right. Like, some girls treat it like they're mopping the floor at a shitty part-time job. They don't get paid enough to care. And just take a little bit of soap and water to the thing, do a couple figure-eight motions, and be done with it. It's like when you're uh, playing Super Mario World on Super Nintendo and you just want to beat the levels as fast as you can to get to Bowser. Like, no ladies, we can't treat our vaginas like that. When washing, we need to get all the coins, you know, uh, explore the bonus levels, enter all the tunnels and shit. Like, none of this holding down the Y button till it's over. Gotta be thorough with that shit like sometimes you had to put a couple soapy fingers in there and dig around clean the walls up a bit am i right it's like uh it's like when you uh, when your sink is backed up with murky water and you gotta stick your hand in there and remove whatever is clogging the drain and you're fucking terrified because you have no idea what it is and it feels all slimy and chunky and shit and and you feel like maybe it could be like a rogue macaroni noodle from lunchtime but the uncertainty of of its actual identity makes you nervous and you start gagging trying not to vomit into the sink which would only clog it more or like people who are afraid of bodies of water because they can't see what's underneath and they have like PTSD from that one time like a piece of seaweed touch your leg like I get it putting your hand into a dark moist place when you aren't sure what could be inside is a scary feeling but I assure you it makes for a very clean vagina 
even if you like scrub that thing down like a bed you bought off a Craigslist, like all us women still have great concern for the cleanliness of our vagina. Like that thing is basically a newborn baby. It just fucking sits there and secretes stuff all day. Doesn't clean up after itself. Doesn't really contribute much. It's just sort of like there. I usually try to run a tight ship down there, but what makes me really nervous is the fact that vaginas are moist areas, so they're more uh, susceptible to things sticking to them. So you got to be careful with that shit, man, because usually the nicer the toilet paper, the more fluffy it is, the better chance it'll leave little bits on your snatch. And this isn't too much of an issue when I'm at work because they recently downgraded to one-ply sandpapery shit. So it's basically like wiping your junk with an empty cereal box. It's bad for wiping your ass after a grody shit, but it's fine for number ones. It leaves hardly any toilet paper residue, and it also acts as sort of like a vagina exfoliant, which is sort of nice. Um, But my mom... So she buys that cashmere stuff, which is like super fluffy and makes me feel like royalty because up until that toilet paper was introduced to the world, I've only ever heard of of the word cashmere on Oprah's favorite things when she gave the entire audience cashmere sweaters and was like super stoked about it. So I assumed cashmere was like a black people thing, but then I saw Oprah give away like a salad spinner as well and I'm like, well... Black people don't use salad spinners. Like, they don't even fucking eat salad unless it's macaroni salad and that doesn't have lettuce in it. So I thought, well, maybe this must be Oprah's favorite things for white people, which is when I realized that cashmere is a luxurious rich people thing. And the fact that my toilet paper is made out of it makes me feel very fancy. But um, yeah, like I said, it's it's really soft and thick. And after wiping my vag with it, the inside of my cooter looks like a teen teenager after he shaves his face like there's bits of toilet paper everywhere so I'm not sure about all the rest of you girls but every time I wipe myself I have to like bend over draw the curtains back and take a look under the hood and pick out all the little bits and pieces that make my vagina look like a sidewalk after a fresh snowfall so I get uh, I get the same anxiety with new sweatpants I always wear my uh, sweats without underwear because that's how you're properly supposed to wear sweatpants. Like if you're wearing underwear under your sweatpants, then I think you may have missed the point of the sweatpants. One time I got a new black pair of sweats and when I took them off, my entire vagina was just covered in black fuzz. And I mean, not like that's anything new, what with my pubic hair growing faster than the lines at the AIDS clinic since Charlie Sheen's big announcement, but like clumpy toe jam style fuzz balls blowing around down there like tumbleweed. Like what if it hadn't been me who found it? Like ever see a lumberjack split a log and a bunch of little black termites come out like me neither but it probably looked like that like if I was hooking up with some dude and he heads down there to eat my box parts my legs and is greeted with a bunch of like black stuff making my vag look like Abe Lincoln's face and is all like Ew, like, oh my god, what the fuck is that? And I won't be able to lie because now all I can think about is Abraham Lincoln and his noble honesty. And I'll just have to be like, well, sir, 
That would be the fuzz from the inside of a fresh new pair of sweatpants. I am a person of normality usually, and therefore I wear my sweatpants without underwear, as normal people often do. I didn't think to wash them first, which probably would have been a good idea and uh, helped to remove some excess fuzz, but I didn't think to do that, and I am now regretting my decision because who knows how many bare vaginas have touched this pair of sweatpants while trying them on at the store. And the store I bought uh, these sweatpants at also sells poultry and lawnmowers. So clearly it's not a very fancy clothing store. And therefore, the people that go there are not very fancy and probably, you know, why button their way through cleaning their vaginas. So there's a medium sized possibility that along with this black fuzz in my vagina, there is some sort of infection that is probably curable, but still uncomfortable. And I understand if you want to leave. Like, I think that would be pretty terrible and embarrassing. I usually make sure I check the premises for trespassing foreign fluffies before, like, I let a dude down there. But sometimes, you know, a long hair from my head sinks into my vagina and I don't catch it. It's happened to me a couple of times. Nothing is worse than uh, seeing a guy go down on you for a quick sec and then having to stop and pick a hair out of his teeth. It's even worse when they try to do it without you noticing, like burying their head in your crotch and then using their fingers to rub your clitoris while like the pinky with his pinky finger but then he's like trying to be all inconspicuous by using his thumb and his index finger to try and remove the hair from his mouth and they think they're keeping you distracted with like the whole clitoral rubbing thing while they're trying to get like the hair out of their mouth but it just feels weird like they're changing a tire or something like it's heartbreaking when it happens it's like if you spend all day cooking a meal for someone and you're all jacked to see their face when they take the first bite, but when you do, they're all like, mmm, yummy noises, but then you could tell they're faking it and they have to pretend to wipe their mouth with a napkin, but really they're spitting out their food. Like, same thing. And you're all like, no, he's never going to want to eat here again. It's not an ideal situation, that's for sure. So um, I can't speak for most women, but I haven't looked at other women's vaginas, so I have nothing to compare mine to. I mean, I've watched porn where I've seen vaginas, but one time I met Rod Stewart in New York City, and he looked like he was made of candle wax, and I'm pretty sure he's being held up by a stick. So not everything we see on television or in movies looks good in real life. So I have no idea if the vaginas I see in porn are an accurate representation of what all vaginas look like. And it's depressing when you see a vagina in porn that looks a lot fresher and well-preserved than yours because those vaginas take a pounding for a living and here's your vagina barely touched looking like a bunch of raisins stuck together. It's upsetting, you know? And I've heard stories um, from some of my guy friends about some spooky vaginas they've encountered that makes me feel like mine is just so, like, average and kind of boring. Like, if my vagina was a television show, it would be, like, a really boring sitcom. Then these other girls with, like, distinct vaginas, they're, like, American Horror Story vaginas. Like, super scary stuff, but you can't seem to look away. And afterwards, you feel like you have to look at a few normal, like, run-of-the-mill vaginas before you go to bed so you don't have fucked up dreams about the scary vaginas I think my vagina would be like the show according to Jim like it's been done before it was called everybody loves Raymond like nothing new to see here folks I do however have a tattoo on my pelvis area and it's a flower and it says lol on it 
I thought it would be like sort of good for easing any awkwardness if anyone's going down on me like oh this this chick has an lol tattooed on her badge like she must be pretty easygoing like I like that but instead it just acts as like a conversation piece but not a good conversation piece it's like oh oh this is an interesting African mask where did you get it oh well I got it in Africa well I was helping build houses for the poor and oh my god that's so great I would love to hear more about it no like it that's a nice conversation piece like my tattoo is like what like what is that is that is that a mole like no like it's it's a tattoo of a flower and it says lol like the middle of the flower is the o get it and then he's like but like why and then i really have no response to that it's usually covered up with pubic hair so sometimes i forget that it's even there but yeah one of my friend from um friends back from back in the day once told me that he had been sleeping with a girl And he wasn't sure if um, he could do it anymore. And I was all like, oh, no, why? Are you getting feelings for her? So, yeah, if you are, you should probably stop. And then he was like, no, she has a weird vagina. And I was like, hmm, like a weird vagina. I am intrigued. So I was trying to imagine what was so weird about this vagina. And the first thing that popped into my head was that uh, maybe it looked like that troll face meme. Or maybe it had like weird pubic hair. Like hair like a long haired guinea pig has. Like it just grows in a bunch of different directions. And looks like it was styled with some sort of like salon quality sculpting wax. Or maybe it wasn't the look of the vagina that was weird. Weird. Maybe it was like the sm- or sorry, the like the feel of it. Like he had recently broken up with um, his long term girlfriend and was only banging this chick because he needed somewhere to put his wiener. So maybe it was just an adjustment for him, like similar to when you borrow your friend's car and it feels super weird driving a car that isn't yours and you have to move a bunch of shit around before you can take it out. Or maybe it just made weird sounds, like an old wartime house or something. Like, I wasn't sure, but I wanted to find out, so I inquired about this weird vagina, and he told me that her labias were really big. Well, he didn't actually say labias. He said, those hangy things around the opening, you know, that you have to move out of the way before penetrating. So, me being me, I needed details about these big labias. So, I asked him, like, big in what way? Like... Are they big, like Kylie Jenner's lips big, like plump and juicy? And he said, no, they were big as in like they hung really low. And then all I could think about was, do your labias hang low? Do they wobble to and fro? And I accidentally sang that out loud instead of in my head. And he got kind of upset. So then I switched to um, swing low, sweet labia, which... Also got him upset, so I stopped singing songs about long labias, even though I had like a thousand more, including the smash hits Livin' Labia Loca, uh, Labia We're Going Down Swingin', How Deep Is Your Labia, The Long and Winding Labia, Baby Got Labia, Have a Labia, and obviously Gravity by John Mayer. So I almost want to find this girl and just like politely ask her like if I can see her labias like just out of sheer curiosity. I'm not even trying to be mean. I'm just 
fascinated. I mean, I'm sure those things feel pretty nice rubbing up against the dick. So, you know, like, good for her. But in my head, all I can picture is her having to use, like, a clothespin or maybe, like, sticky tack to keep them things out of the way while, like, doing it. Like, I think my labias are pretty normal. They don't hang past the vag lips, which is pretty good. And I haven't gotten them stuck in, like, my zipper or anything. So they're probably fine. Like I said, just boring sitcom vagina. Then there's a whole issue regarding smell. Just like I've never looked at someone's vagina before, I've definitely never smelled one before besides my own. Like, what's a standard smell for a vagina? Like, is there even a standard smell? Or does every vagina have, like, a very distinct smell to it? Like, take a new car, for example. Every new car smells, like, a little bit different but like you know like yeah that's a new car smell like is that what vaginas are like like slightly different smells but obviously a vagina like I just I have no idea so um I hate how there are smells and tastes in the world that are considered yummy smells but if a vagina were to smell or taste like that then it's like so gross like Okay, fish is the most popular example. Like, if you go out to a pub and order a nice halibut dinner and you smell it cooking, like, you're stoked as fuck. Like, it smells delicious and tastes fucking phenomenal, right? So, like, if my vagina were to smell or taste like fish, then, like, oh, my God, that's so fucking gross. It's such a big deal. And he tells all his friends and like I remember in high school there was a rumor going around about a girl and the rumor was that her vagina tasted like tacos and all the boys were making fun of her but I was like um her vagina tastes like tacos why isn't there a lineup of guys waiting to marry her no we aim to make her vagina smell like soap or flowers because those smells are associated with being clean but why would a guy want to eat soap and flowers like i've never munched on someone's box but if i do one day i'll take the taco vagina over a soapy vagina any day because the taste of tacos is fucking delicious and it's you get the taste but without the calories so yes please taco vagina sign me up I've probably mentioned this in a podcast before because I find it so strange, but does anyone else have the issue where if they eat onions or even cut up a large amount of onions that their vagina smells like onions? Because, like, that happens to me. Like, not all the time, but, like, if I'm cutting up a lot of onions, like, I really noticed that my vagina smells like onions so I'm really glad that my boyfriend likes onions that's usually the first question that I ask someone when I meet them but um if I know I'm getting laid in in the near future I usually try to stick my hand up all in my snatch and give it a whiff before commencing just to make sure everything is copacetic before the big show if things are a little ripe then I'll try to dip to the nearest washroom and throw a little hand soap on there to liven things up This is an important thing to check on, especially after doing things that require sitting down for a long period of time, like seeing a movie, going on a road trip, or like playing Settlers of Catan. Like sitting for a long time restricts airflow to the vagina, trapping all the odors down there. I'm honestly baffled that nobody has come up with like underwear laced with baking soda. So I'm thinking of like teaming up with Arm & Hammer and maybe creating that. So, you know, stick around. So, um, queefing. 
Also known as pussy farts. That's the farting noise that your vagina makes when air gets inside of it and it's getting pushed out. So, like, it's kind of like when you're washing a, a glass with a wet rag and it gets stuck in there and it makes, like, that, <laughs> like, sound. Like, that's queefing. So, like, if a girl queefs, then guys should be fucking stoked about it because it means we're moist and probably bent into a weird position, which usually constitutes for exciting sex. So, normally, girls tend to queef on accident during sex or yoga, but that's most girls. However, I can queef on demand, and I mean, like, loud, juicy queefs. Now, before you think I'm gross, which is probably, like, 20-something episodes too late, I'm not, like, it's not like I'm using it, like, as a party trick or, like, highlighting future in interviews or anything. Like, not a lot of people know about it. It's not like I walk into a party and they're like, hey, bitch, like, do the queefing thing. Like, I only do it for people I feel comfortable with. And one time, it even queefed to the tune of, my heart will go on. And I realized that I need a new hobby. And I'm still searching for one that I enjoy as much as ruining people's lives with queefing Snapchats. So there's just a little nice mental picture for you. And on that note, I'm going to take off. And as always, I'm here to make you feel better about yourself when Chelsea Grace Palm at a time. Bye. Swing low, sweet coming far to carry me Carry.